When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo. All right, so Emily's favorite sports movie of all time is Double Double Teamed. Yes, Double Teamed. Double yes. Teamed. Yes. Double Teamed. Wait, they're, hold, hold, on, they're hold, twins. On, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Have you not seen this scene? Have you watched the scene no, with I've the magic? I've really never good. seen this movie, yeah. but Emily, this is better than Remember the Titans. Wait, no, yeah. This is, yeah. this is Emily any given Sunday. This is better than Tin Cup. Field than of Bull Dreams. Yes. Hoosiers. What's at the top of the natural? Best sports movie ever. That you like the best? Um, Tin Cup. Tin Cup's pretty good. Remember the Titans. Remember the Titans. Yeah. Is, that that's like a me. classic sports movie yeah. where two opposites come together, overcome yeah. adversity. Then you get Gary Bertier, who's hit by the car. It's like, yeah. there's a lot going yeah, on I know. I can, I can watch that movie so, anytime. That's a one great time, movie. Classic. You know, back when I was doing a lot of Roger Dunn ads, yeah. Roger Dunn brought uh, Rocco Mediate in to, okay. to the West LA store to do a Q&A. And so I was the, I was the Q, he was the A. <laughs> and I said, okay. I go, I've, I've thought about this a lot better golf movie and he goes stop i go you haven't even heard the movies yet he goes your question is offensive and i said i haven't even asked it yet he goes anybody who tells you that the best golf movie ever is not Caddyshack is gonna, an idiot. Yeah, yeah. no, it's That's true. the right answer. And that I go, is the right I go, answer. I was going to ask you Caddyshack or Tin Cup. He goes, you're an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, it is there. It is Caddyshack and not a close second. Caddyshack is one of my favorite movies of all time, but it's not like the classic sports movie, right? It, it's a comedy yeah, set on yeah, a golf yeah. course. Right. And it, Tin Cup is very funny. Tin Cup is very funny. Yeah. What about you, Slee? Um, white Men Can't Jump, if that could be in the category Ron there. Shelton. Um... You excited they're remaking that? I actually did not know. I had no idea they're remaking. Yeah, there's yeah, a remake. I forget, Who, it's a bad idea. That's, you know, I, the cast? I don't know if that one's going to uh, do I'll well. look up the cast. Jack Harlow is playing oh, yeah, Jack the Woody Har- Harrelson part, yeah. and I don't know who's playing the West. And I don't know if Ron Shelton is involved. I, I would imagine he's involved somehow. That's a tough putt because that movie is so iconic. Those guys are so iconic in those roles. Right. That 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 is... That might that, be one that you don't need to do, and, and they'll there, still cash in on it. There is no word yet if Marcus Johnson is reprising his role. <laughs> I think his name was Luther when he go, he puts he a ski mask on and goes in there with a gun and says, give me all your money. He goes, Luther, take that mask off. <laughs> it's goes, incredible. Come on, man. I got this guy. He's a, I'm playing a white guy. That's amazing. Did a lot of people like Rudy, or was I the only one? Ugh. I think Rudy is so schmaltzy it's and stupid. And by the way, we've talked to Notre Dame guys who say it never yeah, happened. Joe Montana said it's all lies. Yeah, it's all well, hokum. It's okay. So when, yeah. right when that came out, like right after it came out, Mace and I had Bob Golick in studio, Mike's <laughs> older brother, who was on that team. And he said, it is all made up. Yes. Mm. He said, they thought that guy, Daniel Rudiger, was kind of an idiot. Rudy Rudiger. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they They said... We interviewed Rudy one time too. They, they said, "I bet he wasn't a hard get." We yeah, we <laughs> did. I'm available all week. I'm available nobody, all week. Nobody went to the coach and said, uh, "Play not. Rudy." Uh, 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 the the fans weren't yelling for him. To, I mean, is this all? 
it it well, that's a good lie there's a episode of the simpsons where they run him over with a bus because he wants to go with them to the to the super bowl he's yeah. trying to what rudy i is, and, they, yeah, so they and rudy's holding on to the bumper he goes what i made what i lack in talent i make up for it obnoxiousness matt stone and trey parker must have talked yeah, to some notre it, dame it, guys it like was we did. it's not true and and yeah. the, those sports movies where they're so over the top saccharine sweet and yeah, artificial I that. radio like, i haven't oh, seen radio, radio. Yeah. that's cuba gooding jr yeah, right cuba i haven't gooding seen jr. that but remember the titans is inspirational well, I mean, it's got, but it's, it's not it's it's there's it's not a, a lot of terrible things happening oh in that yeah movie. no the guy gets put in a wheelchair there's racism it's a drama drama, yeah, yeah it's a it's also it's a real movie also not that true like a lot of their actual like football schedule stuff by the way do you guys true. you guys remember who played the racist girlfriend of gary bertier Turned out to be a pretty successful. Oh, it's, I do know the answer to this. Yes, um, three. Oh, two. God, I know what I'm going to hate myself. Game games. Kate Bosworth. Kate, Kate Bosworth. Yeah. Damn. She was yeah. in that surfing movie. Blue Crush. That's it. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I, I knew exactly. Couldn't pull Highly the name. underrated movie. Yeah, Blue very, Crush. Blue you Crush don't even need the sound excellent. on. Uh, what's that? <laughs> you don't even need the sound on. Yes. The, it's partic- great. the particular realistic scene in Blue Crush is when. The, the Kate Bosworth and her friends are all maids at a high-end hotel in Hawaii because all maids look like that. Yes, they do. And it's uh, my experience. And they were so disgusted by all the things the NFL players left in the room that they went out to the beach and held up the trash can and went, yeah. "Really? You're making me clean? Yeah, last maid that did that and kept her job. Come on." So, I, so, so Michael had his blue crush. Michael had his did. own version of the soup story. So the right, soup what, story is going full circle. Okay, so here's the soup story the way I remember it. Yeah. Uh, we're all at a big broadcaster dinner. Billy Mack orders soup. Yeah. Uh, Michael sticks a finger. It was a bisque. Yeah, lobster bisque. Sticks his finger in the soup to sample it. Okay. And, and everybody was grossed out. What did Michael say? So Michael said that, I guess similar, but Michael said that once he ordered the soup, uh, Billy Mack went and made the rounds. He's saying hi to people. That this, sounds that. like Billy. Okay. Yeah. And that... When Billy Mac was gone, he's like, oh, well, that soup looks really good. I don't want to order my own full soup. So I just want a And little. the soup is just sitting there. It might be getting cold. Maybe he doesn't want the soup. Right. And then Why decides. Why not want the soup that he just, <laughs> he just ordered. ordered? And then decides. He's just schmoozing the table. To take his finger and put it in the soup. And the way Billy Mac found out, yeah. I guess apparently when Billy Mac was walking back, Prince? The soup was kind of shaking a little bit. Yeah, it was kind like of Jurassic moving. Park like, okay. Why is the soup moving? <laughs> right. By the way, this uh, that could be partially true, <laughs> but there were 13, 14 people yeah. at the table, and no matter what, did well, he, he really admits, think no one was going to tell? Yeah, Bill? the root of it is he stuck his finger in somebody yeah. but else's why, soup. Why is somebody that's so germaphobic like so Michael disrespectful so of somebody they, else's? Yes. Why, that uh, he's one that is a his own hand he's coming in someone else's soup. I will ask him. Stay tuned. <laughs> I will ask him that when he comes in today. He's I on his way in right during now. Ashley, and he just went out. Ah, he was. He. I didn't think he'd see me. It's like, yeah, that's what, what he said. Talking? That's yeah, literally his excuse. Was, I didn't this is think a guy that me. the very first thing he does when we get to a hotel is he <laughs> finds one of the housekeeper carts and takes like eight extra sheets and towels to lay them out on the ground. He's like uh, he's like King Joffrey Joffer is coming Hughes. to America. Remember they used to put the, the roses <laughs> the in? Rose Michael will only walk on sheets. He will not let his feet touch the carpet by, in his hotel By room. the way, I'm not putting towels down in sheets, but I'm also not walking barefoot on a hotel carpet. Oh, I, it, really? Yeah. No, I, I walk barefoot. I, I don't use the 
the decorative, the decorative pillows are the bedspread. <laughs> no, those those go are too. like yeah, yeah those, those go too. But even at the, like the places that you guys stay, yeah, in, John, which are all five stars, they're really nice yeah. places. <laughs> These are not you know pay by the hour sort of no, situation. We are not right. staying at the Motel Six, <laughs> right? That those places you can walk through the. The, the bedroom Trav, with your you, shoes off. Me, Mason, maybe not sleep. <laughs> maybe not like, sleep. But any normal human, yes. Uh, anybody who's not with Slee and Michael doesn't even think twice about this. I don't need slides in the bedroom. I, I'm with you, Mace, on the bedspread. I am a little skeeved out by the remote control. Like, I'm not going to lie. No, that, Th- those yeah. are things that are like, Well, so now right. what they've started doing in some of these hotels we go to is bubble wrapping the remote control. So it's wrapped in plastic and you can use mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Not a bad. Like a I've seen that. Like that started mask, with COVID. Like I do what Michael does. I just don't spray the that. thing and yeah. Yeah. wipe it down. So what's the deal with the chickens? So, you know how eggs are incredibly expensive? Yes, they are. They're, They're like triple what they were really? a couple of weeks ago. I had eggs ago. for breakfast this morning, and I didn't even <laughs> ask how expensive worth they were. <laughs> no wonder. Um, I, bought, I, we, I picked up the tab because it was me and a buddy of mine were, were out for somebody's birthday, and uh, I now realize that I may have paid way more than I used to. <laughs> egg surcharge. Yeah, well, yes. when, you get, when you get that breakfast at these hotels, staying in New York oh, or something geez, like that, yeah, where oh, it's like that. 65 bucks for two eggs. But no, this is just eggs. going into the grocery store. Okay, so the price of eggs have gone way up. Like tripled. They're also... Emily was considering getting a chicken. Yeah, sure. Um, which I fully support. She's I will... got like, f- I, from what I can tell, she's got about six roommates. Mm-hmm. Have <laughs> I have three, three roommates. Three roommates. And we have a decent sized backyard for LA. And I've offered to buy the chickens. Like, I will buy her however how, many. How many does she want? Well, my we, brother has three. The prices are kind of all over the map. The He's prices, had them for years. We've seen 30 bucks like is the top. About 30 bucks. So I'm like, I will buy you however many chickens, $100 will buy. I will buy you that many chickens. And now it's kind of balls in your court. I gotta build a coop. I well, gotta, coop's yeah, on you. Coop. I, I will buy the chickens. chickens are not easy pets to maintain, Em. You know she wants them filthy. Yeah. She wants they are filthy animals. Productive chickens. She wants <laughs> so egg-laying don't you chickens. Well, one thing, rooster, Emily, don't you, you need you a ta- rooster to be able to get... Eggs? Oh, no, yeah, to get eggs. No, no Emily, you were talking the other day about how much money you're spending to take spin classes. You could you could bail that's on true. that yeah, and true. just chase the chickens around like in Rocky. Ooh, Chicken money. Right. Yeah, like in Rocky. Speed! Speed! We need speed! <laughs> Grease lightning. Grease lightning. <laughs> Did you, have you ever had a chicken? Uh, yeah, you know what? When we were little kids, we would get for Easter these little baby chicks. Did you ever get those? I got this the marshmallow live, ones. Wait, live actual live chicks? Not, the not, not poofs? No, not poofs. Peeps. Live, Peeps. Thank you. active little... I don't think poof is a word. Little chickens, right? And they're, they're so cute. What would you do with big. them after Easter was over? Well, they would get big, and then my mom would drive us out to the country... And she would say, "Just that guy looks like he has a farm. Leave him on that guy's doorstep." You realize, oh, you realize that those chickens were doorstep. basically coyote food yes. every time you did that. Well, yeah, I assume that was a farmer in that big yard. My <laughs> mom's gonna take care mom of them. Said it was okay, so I <laughs> yeah. dropped them like off on that guy's porch. It's like when your dog dies porch. and your mom tells you he went to the For, dog farm hotel. upstate. Yeah, <laughs> the, the farm upstate along the way. Yeah, we I, had chickens growing up too. Did you really? Just randomly, yes. down there now. Well, how did you name them? No, were they I don't pets think or did you? See, I, I think Emily, Emily strikes yeah. me as the type of person eggs. that if you buy her four chickens, she's going to name them. 
That's fine. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course you, you have already to have name na- the you food. Have, do you have names in mind? Uh, I don't right now, and I'm I'm open to suggestions. But then it also is going to be bad <laughs> when we're going to have uh, I'm going to have to eat these chicken eventually. Yeah, like are they chicken themed names? Are or they like maybe one the yeah, Colonel? Yeah, like yeah. Right. <laughs> what about Cluck? Yeah, I don't think Cluck I can eat them. Cluck. If I Cluck name them, no, name one name one El Pollo Loco. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds good to me. I don't, I don't think, think I can we've eat already it. named them. Hey, mate, one of them one of them's got to be named Popeye. Popeye. Yeah, uh, chicken, spicy name. chicken sandwich. <laughs> you just pulled a Sliwa. Doing what? <laughs> Saying what I already said. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. Maybe well, it's not Sliwa just me. Listen. Yeah, maybe it's not, not listen just me. You. I, I, what, you said it earlier? I or said just Popeye. Now? Oh, okay. Yeah, we, we were all talking at the same time. I right. just wanted to tease Al again. Yeah, no, Sliwa <laughs> doesn't pay attention to the That's things fine. that are... He did selective. Yeah, I don't know... Like, I don't well, think Bergman he knows does that all the time. You. Mason and I can be having like a 10-minute conversation about the TV show... Breaking Bad and Bergman will jump in like eight minutes in. What go, about Breaking hey guys, Bad? What about Breaking Bad? That would that'd be good. Okay, here's what happens. And we'll today. just stop and look at him and go, really? He goes, Well, I was on the phone. I'm doing a lot of things here. Emily asked about bangs. About what? Bangs. bangs. Hair. Oh, bangs. Okay. Yeah. I asking, have a very strong opinion about that. Are they back in? Well, I don't know if they're Emily? back in, but she was okay, asking. Okay, so about here's it. the situation. I have been contemplating i've been thinking about getting bangs because i feel like i might need a hair change my roommate thinks that you know our 20s is for getting experimental haircuts and i don't necessarily agree with that and i used to have bangs as a kid so Mm -hmm. i've been thinking about maybe getting bangs and i also think that might be a crisis a call a a cry for help i I firmly am in the camp of the latter you are going to a crisis name a person (laughs) emily off the top of your head who looks better with bangs? Zoe Deschanel. No, I've seen her without them. She looks great. But she looks better with bangs. It fits I, I, her I, face a little I better. I disagree. I don't think it fits you anybody's just don't face want better. Anybody. Well, no. I mean, any even like super hot girls who get bangs By the way, don't I, look great. I googled women with bangs, and the first thing that came up was Zoe Deschanel. <laughs> look other, at that. She does. The look other better person bangs, who kind of pulled it off. She does look good. Is Cuoco did. Rose Byrne pulled it off in damages. Oh yeah, yeah. But she looks great without bangs. I was gonna say you guys are picking women that are just beautiful regardless. Right. Yeah, they could be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I, Emily, I. You have to have a large forehead to pull off res- bangs. Yes. Re- uh, resort to that to bangs as an absolute last option. Like if you fall <laughs> face first on a skateboard and you need it to cover up something, <laughs> go for the bangs. Very if not, passionate you're about out. bangs. You know what I say? Do it for the bit. Yeah. Yes. Do it for the bit. Mail but if you do it, if you do it, Mason and I are going to be dead honest about what we <laughs> yeah, think. We Just will. letting you know. I'll come in with clip-on bangs. I think that's yeah. my next thing. I'm going to try Emily, it you've out. You've already covered this. So <laughs> no. I want you to glue them on. We're not going to glue on bangs. Of course, in this day and bangs. age, like, and be honest. So Emily, we had this conversation. Emily comes in tomorrow with bangs. And I say, what'd you do that for? Then you're a giant you-know-what. No, no, no. <laughs> That's true. But and I also could get canceled, right? No, you're no, allowed I don't to say I don't like canceled. your bangs. You just be a jerk. No, yeah, she you goes, just be a she jerk. Goes, yeah. no, she goes to Amanda says, hostile work environment. And no, I can, because no, we've been no, talking no. about it. As the, if she just showed up one day and we had not talked about this, right. you go, hey, Emily, that haircut you got looks stupid. Yeah. That's a hostile work environment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait, if, but if, now I can say it just because we had this conversation. Yeah, no, yeah. See, you've laid the yes. groundwork to yes. say that's stupid. Yes. I, I know the expectations of what would happen if I did get bangs, and so I'm I'm... If I do it, I'm accepting the consequences. Yeah, Ireland will turn on you. Hey, bangs Let's and a chicken. find out. Disney, your move. <laughs> <laughs> bangs and a chicken tomorrow on Travis and Sliwa. Super Crosstalks powered by In-N-Out Burger. That's what a hamburger is all about.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Sorry, Morales. Yeah, don't do it. It will ruin the bit. I'm wearing a Rams hoodie and sweatpants today. Kidding me? And by the way, John Ireland does dress impeccably. I, uh... Although it's I'm, Oscar and Felix around yeah, here. Yeah, it is. Uh, although I'm embarrassed by something I just had to do. What'd you do? And I'm starting to have to do it more and more. Shave? No. Oh, <laughs> I know what it is. I had to put glasses, glasses on to read a text. Uh, I wear glasses. Man. I just asked Jorge, I'm like, is John wearing glasses? I had to put them on to read a text. I couldn't. I, I either, You already have this giant font. Yeah, you font. have a giant font. Mace, you could probably text. read it from there. Yeah, I uh, almost can, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, I, I, my, by the way, I refuse Jorge, to Jorge, you glasses. were wearing glasses. Are you, do you have contacts in right now? No, they're downstairs in my car. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I left you just, them. You just can't see so them. So the, the, the test for me, as I was telling Mace this the other day, the embarrassing is I... I need glasses to read now, especially small print. But because I'm stubborn and an idiot, I refuse to take them when Lisa and I go out. So when we go out, it's a standard ritual of I get a menu and I immediately have to get my phone and yeah. turn my flashlight on. So I'm that guy in the and restaurant enlarge it. that has the flashlight on that's holding the menu like five inches from his face, all because I won't throw a pair of glasses mm-hmm. in my pocket. See, I, I said do you do you now bring glasses when you go out? I bring glasses when yeah. I go out. I'm, I'm, got, I need to just accept it. Yeah, I've got to I've got to use the readers sometimes. But oh, you know, uh, uh, the rest of the physical turned out great. That's I got good. All the tests. Again, I think you made a mistake, but that's good. No, it's I'm good. glad you did it. Although I, I did set a new personal best in cholesterol, two ten. That's not that high. Yeah. Oh, I I, I had mine that's over. My, that's the highest I've had. I've had, I, at one point I was over three hundred. Oh God. But I have a history so of win. it in my family. You win again. Yeah. What's uh, your BMI? Uh, 29.35 34.3 We're all in the 26s by the way I'm not that much different I was the low one with 26 and change And Mason was the high one with 29 and change We're all a bunch of fatties Yeah we are We are Uh, So we're doing live the day today It is Ireland's lie We got a four pack of tickets to see The US men's national team versus Serbia Next Wednesday Bank of California Stadium Pay attention to everything Ireland says today. If you can figure out what he lies about and call in at 3.30, you get those tickets. And by the way, you can get your own tickets at ussoccer.com. That's ussoccer.com. So I saw for the first time, John, and I know I Bergman says they're in other places, uh, but I exited 9th Street, as I always do, uh, off the 10, and squeegee guys there. Okay? So you go up. See, I never... 
I never get off on. I can show you a quicker way. You take way. the one ten. I take the ten. Right, but coming in on the ten, if you just get off on Grand and turn left, you never have to deal with Ninth Street. Don't you always run into traffic on Ninth Street and they won't let you turn right right away? There's a they don't you don't turn right right away. Yeah, That's I'll show you a quicker way. But go ahead, okay. I, I hijacked He's your right. story. Go on Grand. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thank you, Thomas Guide. All right. So, <laughs> does anyone B5. still have a Thomas Guide? I don't think I so. I miss him. Uh, we were explaining them to the interns the other day. They were like, "What? None um, of them know what they are. None one of them, them thought it was the same thing as a TV guide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was DeAndre. Yeah. Yeah. That was Cody. Yeah, yeah. He's smiling and laughing. So, when you exit that freeway, you stop at a light, and at the light, there are now squeegee guys. So, somebody rushes up to your car and cleans your windows. And then afterwards, I think you're supposed to give them money, but I'm like, I didn't ask you to clean my windshield. Yeah, this so is a, why this is a dilemma. You money. This is a dilemma that goes on all the time. And like thinking cynically, yep. When you roll the window down to give him the money, you don't know if it's a desperate person that's going to grab your keys, right, or you sure. know, Do whatever, sure. So, so I what always, do you do? I always tell Lisa, don't do it. Ignore him. Right. I roll my window down, and give him a buck. Yeah, I I decided I would. I figure if that person is that down on their luck, I can help them out a little bit. I, and if I have more than a dollar in my in my little car thing, I'll give them that too. I gave him nothing. Mm. Cheap bastard. Hey, yeah, you know, I gave him nothing. I started watching Your Honor. Oh yeah. And then the second episode, he yep. goes into the cemetery and asks the guy, you know, there's a homeless guy in the yep. entrance. He's like, booze or dope. The guy says, neither. Oh, I'm sorry. I can't help you. I usually help out booths or dope guys. <laughs> yeah, so is it in a is it the right thing to give them nothing, or you gave them change? Bergman, do you ever run into this? Uh, I usually give people money if I have cash. You know what Greg yeah. gives? The finger. The finger? Yeah. I do. I absolutely it just puts do. Me I mean, that's just to everybody, though. It's usually to you guys, but now we're on it YouTube. It is so a I lot, because we're on that. YouTube yeah. Greg? Hey, John? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bergman, Good afternoon. Yeah. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. <laughs> so tomorrow night's uh, hockey night. Uh, we're taking uh, Jesse Cabrera and Carlton Roberts to the hockey game across the street. To see the stars. To see the stars. Mm-hmm. And so I've got a decision to make tomorrow. Do yeah. I go see? I I could go see a movie. Wait, and not go to the hockey game? No, no, I'd go to the oh. to both. Okay, but I've got this movie decision right now. Should I see Tom Hanks, A Man Called Otto, or should I see that creepy movie Megan with the robot killer doll? Those are your only choices. Those I would punt. Um, I wouldn't see either one. Robot so killer if doll I had, is, if I had, great. if I had to pick between those two, I'd pick Robot Killer Doll. So Emily said she saw Megan and said it was one of the best movies she's seen all year because it's just so much fun. Well, you it know why I'd go I see heard it? it's very funny. It is I supposed like, to be great. I like Allison Williams a lot. Do you guys know who oh, that yeah, is? Oh yeah, Brian no. Williams' daughter. Yeah, she was in Girls. Um, she was also in Get Out. Um, She's um, and and I saw her the other night on that Andy Cohen show I watch on Watch What Happens Live, yeah. and they played a couple of clips from that movie that made it look pretty good. Yeah, so I'd go that way. Yeah, um, I think Megan is the way I'm going to go. That's the way to go. It's also only an hour and a half, so you oh, will have nice. plenty of time Clean to get to the ninety game. minutes. And they've I already like announced that. Megan two point I don't blame. Did them. they really? Yeah, they did gigantic business. Yeah, they've already especially greenlit. for an original movie did a gigantic business. It's not a sequel to anything. Well, now we're going to get a sequel. So uh, I came across. We all, John, you consider yourself to be the parlay king. Yeah, a matter of fact, um, 
I uh, I I've decided I'm not betting enough parlays, so I'm going to load up for this weekend. This is, but you're just going to lose more and more money. Uh, yeah. uh, that says you. Yeah. Let's see. Wait till I clean up. So this guy bet ten dollars and fifty seven cents this past weekend. Okay, this was the bet. Debo Samuel scored touchdown. Kenneth Walker scored touchdown. Christian Kirk scored touchdown. Gerald Everett scored touchdown. Dawson Knox scored touchdown. Daniel Bellinger scored touchdown. KJ Osborne scored touchdown. Dolphins defense scored a touchdown. Jamar Chase scored a touchdown. It all came in. You know how much he won? Wait. I how many that's gotta be close that was a to a nine leg parlay. That's got to be close to a million bucks. It is a million bucks. Now, why doesn't everybody bet for $11 a nine-team parlay every... Now, obviously, we can't bet here. They did it somewhere else. But wouldn't you put that money on the table every week for 11 bucks, a chance to win a million? Yeah, I'm going to start doing it this weekend. Your odds weekend. are better than the super... <laughs> you should, John. Yeah, yeah, why do not? A, do a nine-teamer. Nine nine. Te- it's not a nine-teamer. You're picking nine oh, players yeah, it can to be, get it can, be, it can be teams. It can be to score. To, well, you can build a parlay however you want. That that I can't believe that came in. That's Isn't unbelievable. That amazing? I mean, yeah. some of those... Daniel Bellinger. I mean, come on. Yeah, what's that? Uh, so, yeah, All but... Right. I, for eleven bucks nine hundred ninety nine thousand dollars, easy money. That yes. is better odds than the super lotto. The uh, any of those uh, it's lotteries. Three hundred and sixty to one. Yeah. So uh, Stephen A. wrote a book. Do you hear about it? No. He wrote a book called Straight Shooter. It's a memoir. Okay. And I had this interesting thought. If you were to write a memoir, mm-hmm. tell all. Yeah. How interesting would it be? Hmm. Well, I could tell a lot of behind-the-scenes NBA stuff. Are your behind-the-scenes NBA stuff, is that enough to make for an interesting tell-all? Yeah, I don't think I'll ever write a book, but I could. Yeah. You have to tell everything, though. Nothing is off-limits. Yeah, you got to be one. That's the problem. A lot of of people won't. Like, Derek Jeter doesn't want to do that. Right. Derek Jeter wouldn't. No, you're like, no, no, I don't want to say that. No, he won't. You, he takes your phone at the door. <laughs> what, Bergman, what about you? Would your memoir be interesting? My life is extremely interesting. It'd be a top seller. Immediately go to the New York Times number one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah. with stories about you two. Please. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the inside <laughs> story of us two. That'd be, a, that'd be a short book. What would a ho- That'd be like Hop on Pop, about the same <laughs> yeah. distance. What well, would that's a what I go memoir for. be like? Uh, nah, not that good. Not that good? No, nah, I don't think so. No. See, I actually think John's yours, yours would be. I think mine would be interesting. It yeah, wouldn't I would be read so yours. much inside the NBA. What would you call it? Uh, I would call it the high life. Oh, that's good. Yeah, the is high this life. Too, is, is this too long? Yep. Don't let school interfere with your education. No, I think that's a totally good. Yeah. Title. That's that's probably what I Bergman, would use. Bergman, do you have a title for your memoir? Not off the top of my head. I think that's actually that, no, no, no. That's no. the name of the title. <laughs> that's the name of the title. Oh, not yeah. off the top oh, of my head. Horror. I think it's a great title. Uh, mine would be working title. Working title. Yeah, like the, uh, that's you know that's yeah. the name of a production company that's had some <laughs> oh, successful yeah. shows. Yeah. Speaking of the uh, memoirs, I am. I've been saying this for a while. I'm sitting on about 50 pages of a book that I've been working on, and I what's decided. The book, what's the book about? It's about baseball. It's about a Little League baseball team. Okay. Uh, And I have decided that I am absolutely going to spend the day writing on Saturday and see if I can figure out a way to finish that book in time for baseball season. How many pages do you have so far? 51. And what's your, like, ideal page? Uh, For young adult fiction, you probably want to be in the 140, 150. I was thinking more like 200, but yeah. 
Isn't Baseball. young adult fiction? There you go. Isn't young adult fiction shorter than regular? And that's books? what that's who your target is. That's like Mike Lupica. Yeah, when Lupica books. when Lupica pivoted from like critical sports writing to writing for junior high school kids, he made a bunch of money. Oh yeah, yeah. No, there's money to be made. Yeah. So I am I'm gonna target that, and I want you guys to try to hold me accountable to it. Baseball. Every day we'll ask you. No, but yes, it's this done. Saturday. You can't write 150 pages in one day. No, I'm not going to write 150. I'm, I'm just going to take the day and okay. write and see how far I get. Uh, I have a game in Portland that day. Mm-hmm. and Oh, no, I'm flying to Portland, and I have a game in Portland on Sunday. Um, so I'm going to miss a, some NFL. I don't know how. Because oh, doesn't yeah. the NFL play Saturday and Sunday this weekend? Yeah, NFL Saturday and Sunday. The first game is Saturday at, I just happen to have this, 4.30 our time. Uh, 4.30 Eastern, so 1.30 our time. That's the one I'm going to miss because our then, flight's at 3. And then the other one is at 8.15, so that'd be 5.15. That's I'll catch that at the hotel. For our time, yeah. Yeah. yeah Jags-Chiefs is the first game, Giants-Eagles the second game, and then Sunday is Bengals-Bills the first game at 12, and Cowboys-Niners at 3.30. All right, I will bet my parlay before I leave. Do you see DeMar Hamlin is hanging out at the facility every day now? Good. Yeah. Good for him. Looks like he has uh, he's made a really good recovery, which is awesome. Amazing. Amazing. All right, uh, coming up next for you, Stephen A. Smith was on, speaking of Stephen A., was on Howard Stern. This morning, or yesterday morning, I think. It was this morning. Oh, was it this morning? pretty sure, yeah. Told a really good story about Kobe. We will get to that coming up next for you. Mason, Ireland, 710 ESPN. Let me me play you something really exciting, John. Okay. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline likely on Kansas City. Here we go for the win. Got it, but there's a flag down. There's a flag down as everybody's running out onto the field, but there's a penalty marker. And they call it on the defense. Third greatest comeback in NFL playoff history. You know, Al Michaels, legend. Mm Mm-hmm. Blew it on this call. You're, yeah, I can't believe you're attacking hear, Al Michaels. I hear ca- ridiculous. You know, no, you're part of that's the announcer code. You're not allowed ridiculous. To so Al that you would attack a man of Al Michaels' stature. Al Michaels has spoken out on this very yes, subject. Yes, he says that it's you, sports radio guy, that Correct. is all bent out of shape over this. Let me let me read some of this. Maybe this he is actually was listening to us yesterday. Uh, maybe he did. Uh, this is what Al Michaels said. Um, Al Michaels says. Must have gotten 100 texts from folks who were happy to see me back on NBC. Read some comments that we didn't sound excited enough. Internet compost, 
exclamation point. That's you. You're guilty of internet compost. You know me as well as anyone. No screaming, no yelling, no hollering. It's television. Ellipses and captions are sufficient when the pictures tell the story. He goes on to say, uh, I thought the energy was much better once Jacksonville made it a game. 27 nothing makes it difficult to make it sound like it, it's more than it is. One of the things that makes Tony great is he doesn't over-talk and load it up with unneeded blather. Now, here's where he takes a shot at me. <laughs> do you think he's taking it directly at me? I do. Okay. A lot of folks who understand this industry are annoyed with the over-the-top yelling that makes a game sound like an offshoot of talk radio. I'm in that corner, but there are... Others who obviously think otherwise, don't you find it ironic that the most understated announcer of all time was the iconic Pat Summerall, and before that, Ray Scott, and lots of folks still yearn for that style, one size doesn't fit all. Yeah, take that. Now, I have Internet heard, compost. Internet compost. Offshoot of sp- talk radio. I don't understand, because who is Al, maybe not Al Michaels, but who are they actually broadcasting too are you broadcasting to other broadcasters no or are you broadcasting it's the audience is librarian <laughs> right and people like john ireland that wanted to be very very dry and there was a field goes up and it's good and, i i holy uh, moly i think that uh you guys can't hold al michaels jock and for you to absolutely criticize not. al michaels is absurd well, he doesn't want to. He doesn't Correct. like and it. And I don't want to do what Al does. Yeah. But so he's... I, I have no desire to be a play-by-play guy, and I don't think he desires to be a sports talk radio guy. I'd like to see Al Michaels here. But the announcers the announcers are broadcasting to the fans, not to other play-by-play people. Correct. Uh, that is actually a very good point. Well, let uh, is he done? I think he's done for the year, right? He's not coming back till next year when they do Amazon. Right. I think he's done for the year. By the way, so not on Cap, going to be very angry with us for talking about this again. Why? There's a, they they absolutely killed us yesterday oh, for good. Night. Kill away. Yeah. Just get the like, name. How right. dare you? Get how dare you? Right. I hope when they get Al Michaels, because Cap is working on getting him, that they play Mason's they outrageous criticism should. of hey, Al to him. I really him. want them to, and to me that's must listen. I want to hear them do that. And and you seriously. should call in during that. Oh, I will call in during the Al Michaels. Yeah. Is Al Michaels actually going to go on with that? I don't know. All right. So what would you ask him if you had Al Michaels? Oh, what would I ask him? Yeah. Al, uh, how do you feel about all the criticism you're getting? You'd well, he just told you question. it's internet Open-ended compost. Question. What do you have against Sports Talk Radio? Uh, it's a bunch of uh, guys who can't hold my jock. <laughs> Al, do you think you could do Sports Talk Radio? I have. I would have no interest in doing it. It's for hacks. Al? Yeah. You gave the sleepiest call in history for the third biggest comeback in NFL playoff history. It was a snooze fest. Says who? Says me. Yeah, but you're a hack. You're old. (laughs) (laughs) That's your comeback. You're old. Did you see? There was a a thing. By the way, I withdraw that. Say you just don't. Uh, Yeah. Well, there was a thing going around this week, an old clip on The Tonight Show. Yeah. And Robert Blake, remember the actor who played Beretta? Didn't he get in trouble? Yeah, yeah. But but this was long before he was accused of killing his wife. But so he was on The Tonight Show and he came out and Orson Welles was next to him. Okay. Legendary Orson Welles. Yep. And and Robert Blake comes out. I'll see if I can find this for you and send it to you so we can play it. And Orson and Robert Blake comes out and goes, "Hey man, you're you're a but you're a big guy. You're pretty hefty." <laughs> Orson Welles, is yeah. a very big guy. And yeah. and Orson Welles looks at him and he goes, "Yes, I'm fat, and you're ugly, but I can diet." <laughs> <laughs> I thought that is a great comeback. <laughs> that is a good comeback. Yeah, good for him. So. Uh, 
Stephen A. went on to the Howard Stern Show this morning, yep. right? Yeah, I was just listening to it, driving over here. And uh, he had a story about Kobe Bryant. Now, this goes a couple of minutes, but I think it's totally worth it. Here's Stephen A. talking. Wait a minute. Before you play it, Jorge, did you get- Tons there of are, bleeps. There are probably 20 bleeps in this. Many, many bleeps, right, Barker? You got them all? We got them all. Okay, good. Here is uh, Stephen A. with Howard Stern this morning. Oh, yes. Uh, he scared me. Now, he's scared. I'm talking about Kobe. Kobe's <laughs> scared, Kobe scared the living shit out of me because here's why. Kobe was a savant. You did not know more basketball than Kobe Bryant. Right. So when Kobe Bryant called you to complain, and, and this is exact, I can quote him. I mean, I, oh, I miss him so much. I can quote him for you right now. Voicemail. You know who this is, motherfucker. <laughs> Get your ass up, pick up the phone, and call me back. That bullshit you just said. Wow. And don't keep me waiting but so long either. Your ass better not go on the air and say some other before you talk to me. What that did you Kobe. say? What did you say? I would say something along the lines of, you know something? I don't like the way he's playing. It's selfish basketball right now. Look at this shot. Look at that shot selection. Look at this decision. Wow. What the hell is he doing? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and he called me up. And so he called me up. And I'll be like this. What now, man? And, he's, and he'll say, look, you say you're watching basketball. The mother watched the game. You didn't see this person do this. You didn't see him do this. You didn't see this dude miss this back cut. You didn't see this dude miss this dunk. You didn't see him drop the damn three passes that I threw to him over the first 20 minutes the f*** are you talking about and by the way you see here and you see this coach right he don't know what he's doing Steve he don't know what he's doing Stephen A what you doing what you talking about so you're gonna bring up all that about me but you didn't bring up that and I went like this well we were talking about you I get all what you saying but that don't absolve the shit you did and then we get into it and he says wow and then he'll go like this I have no idea why I love your ass I really don't. Sometimes I really, really don't. But I love you. He said, but you go in the air, you say that shit again, I'm calling you to curse your ass out. It's great. It's great. Wow. By the way, when he's talking about... He, I you, did get a wow in there for When he's talking time. about how he threw three passes and, and the person dropped all three of them, you know who he's talking about, right? Uh, Smush Parker? No. Oh. Greg? Three passes and he dropped all three passes? Yeah. Shaq? You got a guess? Jorge, you got a guess? No. Uh-uh. 100% he's talking about Kwame Brown. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that used to be a big running joke that yeah. you would throw the ball to Kwame Brown Small and would, hands. Like, hit him in the hands and yeah. the ball would Small just hit hands. the floor. Like DTR. Small hands. Okay. Exactly. Uh, Jorge found the, found the Orson Welles story I was talking okay. about. So this is Johnny Carson. Robert Blake comes out on stage, and here it is. You make wimpy look skimpy. Uh, <laughs> well, you see... Uh, I'm fat and you're ugly, but I can diet. <laughs> That's one of the great comebacks of all time. Oh, that is a great one. That's quick, too. You make Wimpy look skimpy. He was smart, man. Yeah. Smart, man. There's a famous, uh, what's the the famous story? There's a famous Churchill story. Uh, tomorrow I will be sober. Uh, I'll, I'll find it. Okay. Do you know that story? I've heard it before, okay. but I, I, I can't think of it either. I'll find it. Coming up next, we're going to spin the wheel of questions. Brand new thing, John. Uh, it is the listener's wheel. Bergman got a tweet from somebody. Okay. And that's going to be the question? That's going to be the question. Okay. So we will do that coming up next. Mason in Ireland, 710 ESPN.
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. All right, so this is a listener wheel today. All right. Interesting that it landed on this one. A bunch of listeners put some in. This is the one it landed on. Yeah. Oh, shocking. Hmm. Hmm. So, (laughs) at It's Dreezy put out there, the Ren, uh, what would you do if you got trapped in your favorite movie? Need to hear responses on Venice, from Venice Mace, on Chinatown, and Ireland on Love Actually. Oh. Okay. So, if I was trapped in Love Actually, which role would I want? You have to do whatever you want, I think. Okay. What would you do if you got trapped in there? No, but I'm trying to figure out which which role I would covet. Yes. Um, I don't want to be Andrew Lincoln because he ends up not getting the girl. True. Liam Neeson loses his wife yep. in the beginning. I think I would want to be Colin Firth because he gets the- his, well, his wife cheats on him with his brother right. in the beginning, but at the end, he writes his book and falls in love with the housekeeper who's really cute. Right. I, so think I, you're tr- I think it's you. You are you, John Ireland, trapped in the movie itself. Yeah, you, you are you. You're not one of the characters. You're not one you're of the you. replacing characters. You're not replacing anybody. Yeah, I don't get it. But, you don't get but it. Yeah, go ahead. Go t- t- say what how, you're what in would Chinatown. You, what would you want to be in Chinatown? Uh, I'd want to be uh, Jake Giddis' secretary. I would take. But doesn't his he calls. already have a secretary in that uh, movie? Technically, I guess it's Sophie. Uh, the name actually Sophie is his secretary, but I would take over. As is his, that why his you named your dog assistant. Sophie? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, that's where she got her name was uh, Jake Gittis, uh secretary. But as administrative assistant, I would weed through the cases and find the ones that would be the right for Jake Gittis. I've never seen the movie, so I don't know what you're trying to say. You've never seen Chinatown? Never. Oh, wow. dude. I'm with you, Berkeley. Dude. Yeah, thanks you guys, you guys, Youth is wasted on the young. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, Jorge, what about you? What's your favorite movie? Back to the Future. And so what do you want to be? You find you meet Doc Brown? Where are you going? No, I would be Marty's like sidekick or something. Me and Marty would go around different places. Yeah. 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 Bergman, do you have any? Yeah. yeah. So my favorite movie is uh, Days and Confused, and I would just get really drunk and really high and throw bowling yeah, balls say, out does, of windows. Does and... it, no one really gets drunk in that. They all get stoned. Oh, no. They right? all get hammered. You kidding? Yeah, no. They, they, they have a whole they're party at the Watchtower, John. Yeah. yeah. I don't I don't think I've ever seen Days and Confused. Oh, it's so is good. That, wait, is McConaughey in that? Yeah, yes. McConaughey, yeah, Renee yeah. Zellweger. There was like McConaughey's first role, Renee Zellweger's first role Incredible down in Texas. Movie. It's awesome. I would make a paddle. Yeah, get, <laughs> right. <laughs> I now, think it would be it would be so much fun to live in that about time. This as a question. That's okay. Yeah, I think it's okay. I, I liked it. Yeah, you did a good job. It's treasy. Yeah. No, we loved you. Yeah. Somebody else tweet in. <laughs> yeah, with a better question. Somebody tweet in with, well, we got a whole wheel, so we'll spin it yeah, again tomorrow. Exactly. So if you put I, a bunch of them, you can all send them to me and I'll send them, I'll give it to you guys. There's a dirty little secret about uh, Wheel of Questions is we ran out of questions about six months ago. 
<laughs> and they called you out on it. That's why. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, we've done we've done various versions of the same yeah, question. Like I always have. The same. I never know when Mason's going to say it's your question, so I always have like ten questions on standby in just a file. Um, but I I I'm guessing of the ten I have right now, we've asked some version <laughs> of every one of, of them? most of them. Yeah. yeah, I believe that. Of most of them. I believe that. Um, all right, so, uh, John, I've got, uh, first of all, a little update on Anthony Davis. We're all Lakers are on the floor tonight against mm-hmm. the uh, Sacramento Kings, Friday night against the Memphis Grizzlies. Right, he's not going to play in either one of those games. Uh, but here's what Shams Charania says about potentially AD's return. So Anthony Davis is expected to start running now. So once that happens and he's back onto the floor running full speed, at that point he's going to progress to contact work in the relative near future. And so uh, I'm told that the hope is that Anthony Davis is going to be able to get back out on the floor with a handful of games left before the All-Star break. So that puts you out uh, at about early February for a potential return for Anthony Davis to get back on the floor. He's got a bone spur issue. He's got a stress reaction in that foot. And so he's one of the guys that should be in the All-Star game this year, voted in. He's already among the leaders in the fans. So you've got to come back before the All-Star break if you want to play in the game itself. We'll see if he's going to be able to make it back. But right now the goal is for Anthony Davis to be back out on the floor uh, with about a handful of games left, and that puts you right around trade deadline. And we'll see how that impacts which moves the Lakers could make. All right, so it's January 18th today. Yep. Sounds like that he's talking about maybe first week in February. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is too bad because we're going to Boston on uh, – we play in Boston on the 28th. Next Saturday, yeah. And that's a – we play – on that trip we play Brooklyn. Mm. Durant may or may not play. Um, if If there's a big Saturday night game in New Orleans on – the night before is the Super Bowl on the fifth, Bergman, or is the Super Bowl on the twelfth? It's on the twelfth, I believe. Okay, so yes. Lakers don't play it. Nobody plays on Super Bowl Sunday, do they? The Lakers have before because there was always that running bet: who scores more, Kobe oh, or the oh, Patriots. Yeah, exactly. But uh, no, we play the night before the Super Bowl at Golden State, and the day after the Super Bowl at Portland. Okay. So all around uh, it. Yeah, and the All Star break is starts on the 16th of february and so maybe tr- maybe you can play on that trip and the Golden trade State. deadline is the 8th of february does it sound right ninth i think ninth of february lakers play milwaukee that ninth day that. that'd be great if ad can play because the lakers beat milwaukee in milwaukee right. with ad uh so real and quick, by the way if lebron plays in every game that's the night a lot of people have circled that he passes kareem game, exactly yeah. and we're going to we're going to dinner on the 8th the night before oh that's right with the big head of Yo, that, yeah guy. he's probably coming at her for that game yeah because he lives in milwaukee all right so uh winston churchill having dinner with lady astor okay uh, I'll, I'll fake it and pretend I know who that is. Okay, I, I have no idea yeah. who it is either. Um, so Lady Astor looked at Winston Churchill, who'd had a few, and said, You, Mr. Churchill, are drunk. And Churchill answered back, And you, Lady Astor, are ugly, but I shall be sober in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind similar to the, uh, the Orson Welles yeah, comeback. It yeah. is. It is. Uh, all right, so I came across this nugget, I think... Uh, this is interesting. A lot of people saying, well, should the Lakers make a move? Should they not make a move? All yeah. that kind of stuff. Should they use their assets? Blah, blah, blah. So this is uh, according to Sean Devaney, okay. uh, who is with 
Heavy.com. Somebody. Heavy.com. Heavy.com. He's been around covering the league for a long time. He says, according to a Western Conference executive who spoke with Heavy on Sports, the Lakers are unlikely to trade away their future in order to improve the current uh, iteration of their roster, a move which Jeannie Buss supports. Which Jeannie Buss supports. Um, I think, honestly, it's the only way to go. I don't think there is a deal on the table right now for the Lakers, or will be a deal on the table by the 8th of February or whatever the trade deadline is, um, that is going to make them an instant contender for a championship. And if you can't be an instant contender for a championship, you've got to hang on to those number one picks. You would trade Beverly and Kendrick Nunn and do some, you know, make an addition around the margins. But I don't think they move those picks or should move those picks until this summer when they see who pops free on the market, whether it be a guy like Damian Lillard or it's a guy like Bradley Beal. I'm kind of one foot in your camp and one foot in the other camp. Okay. I, I, LeBron is playing out of his mind. Yep. If LeBron is playing like he is now, Mm -hmm. and if you can get Anthony Davis back to playing the way he was, don't you kind of owe it to those two guys to improve your team now? But you don't owe it to them to blow the future on them now. Why not? Because I do you see a player out there that's going to be the transformational guy that's going to put them over the top and and put them into a championship caliber team? I don't think that I mean I, I think right now they're they're going to make the playoffs. I, I feel pretty strongly they're going to make at at minimum the play in. Okay. Okay. I think they could be the seven. I think they could be the eight. I think there's an outside chance they could be the six if Anthony yeah, Davis. I think they're only like two and a half games out of all the six. Stuff. Look that up, Bergman. How many games out of the six are they? But but here's the thing. You've got to – I don't think there's a player that you can add right now that is going to make them an instant championship contender that's out there on the market. Well, I don't know. I don't know who's willing to trade. Like, you know, there's – the teams you got to watch are the teams that – Are tanking. Or or teams that thought they were going to be good, and it turns out they're not. Chicago. Right. Atlanta. um, Portland. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, trying to think of who else would fit that description. Teams that had like high hopes. Charlotte, um, oh, Phoenix. Phoenix is a great one. Phoenix is like completely circling the drain now. I think they're like two and thirteen in their last fifteen games. Okay, so here's a, uh, let's take Phoenix. So, would you give up one of those picks for Jay Crowder? No, I would. You would give up one of the first round picks for Jay. Jay Crowder is worth a first round pick. I don't think he is. Well, keep I mean, the Spurs are apparently asking for two number ones for yeah. Jakob Pertl, which you're never going to get. No, I don't even know if I'd give him one. I mean, he's a decent player. Um, the The question is... You would give up a first-round pick for Jay Crowder? If. It depends what else was involved in the deal. Um, could you get a second player or another pick from the Suns? Could you send somebody that you don't want mm-hmm. in addition to to that package to make it work. I I think Jay Crowder's a good player, but I'd have to see the whole trade. I would not, and it sounds like you are, I would not rule out trading those picks just on principle. I think you got to hang on to them and see what comes your way. Right. I got I want to save those picks for when you can actually add a transformational player who's going to be good, just not just this year, but beyond. But the question is, 
there's no guarantee you can do that in the offseason. No, but there's no guarantee. Do you really want to spend a pick now and then realize you get to the summer and I, yeah. I've got no way Depends to improve who my roster? Depends who it's for. I'll say two Not things Jay about Crowder. this. I'll say, I'll say two things about your, your take on this. Number one, I don't think the Lakers are ruling out anything. I, I don't think they're saying... Like like you had at one point, Jeannie Buss has signed off on hanging on to the picks. I think Jeannie hands control of the basketball decisions over to Rob and says, do what you got to do. Um, and I think Rob never rules out anything. I think he said, well, if somebody presents me with the right offer, of course I would trade and the I, picks. By the way, and I agree with that. I'm just saying it ain't Jay Crowder. Right. Well, I'm not saying it is for Jay Crowder, but I'm, but you said I would hang on to those two picks unless, unless I can get a transformational tra- player. Not going to happen. I don't think a transformational player is going to move at the deadline. Well, so well in the summertime potentially. See what see what's out there. See what happens. I'll be surprised if they. And the second thing I'll say is I'll be surprised if they don't make some move. Agreed. I mean, I every think, year Rob's been here, he's made a move. I think Pat Bev plus Kendrick Nunn plus a second round pick for a player yeah, along the and, margins. By the way, that that would be able to get probably a deal like that. You would get Jay Crowder. And what, uh, like what, Greg, what website was this from? Heavy But Sean Devaney's been around for a long time. Okay, and and this is not to disparage Sean or anybody else, but anybody that's saying, um. The he was Lakers, courting, by the way, Western Conference executive. Okay, the Lakers are doing this, and Jeannie has signed off on it. I seriously doubt because Jeannie and Rob don't talk. They don't talk. They talk to each other. They don't talk to us. They don't talk to the media. They oh, just yeah, don't no, do no, it. No, no. So nobody knows what they're thinking. If I wanted, that's Je- in, that's intentional. But if I wanted Jeannie on, she'd come on. <laughs> Didn't you already lose mythical <laughs> money on this? Uh, if I wanted Jeannie on, she'd come on. All right. What? What? Before would we give them a month? How long, how long do you need? Uh, I need till the end of next week. Okay. How much? I will bet, oh, God, 25000 mythical dollars. Okay. Twenty. Okay. You're taking it, John? Yeah. By the end of next week. You're here. Yeah. yeah. God, Greg, you can just give me that money now. Serious. <laughs> serious. I mean, you, what are you going to ask her? I mean, are you going to ask her real questions? Well, sure, we'll yeah. ask her real questions. Okay. Do it on a day when I'm not here. <laughs> right. Seriously. Well, no, no. That can only get me in trouble. Well, that's what I'm That's what yeah. I'm asking. Are you going to ask um, him real no, questions? No, but Mason will. Yeah, I know Mason yeah. will, but you won't. Well, no, he can't. I know he can't. No, I'm not saying won't. Sorry. No, just was the do wrong it. choice. What day do I fly to Boston? Friday. Shoot for that day. <laughs> talk talk to talk to Mason. <laughs> yeah. Okay. She'll talk to Ramona before. Oh, yeah. yeah. We, well, we have Momo that day? She'll I, we do have Momo that day. Yeah. Okay. All right, so 25, 25 grand 000. on the line. Ooh. <laughs> Look at Jorge. Jorge's like, oh. I'm loving this because it's not, it's not going to happen. It's definitely happening. <laughs> come on, so Jeannie, you have come to do through it, for So me. you have to do it next Friday. Yeah. Oh, and it has so to you be, have, it has you, to you be have next Friday. So you have a week and a half. Okay. All right. No, well, you, can, well, you can do it on any, on any day. you got to do it when it works for her. Right. All right. So Ireland, you have got this Okay, so no, this could be fun. Coming up next, the Denver Nuggets took their two best players, Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic, and had them do a pop culture trivia contest. Mm. It's only five questions. Now, I've seen it, and Jorge has seen it, but Bergman and Mason have not. So we're going to give the quiz to you, to Bergman and Mason. It's a competition between the two of you. Now, Jorge, you and I have agreed to bet mythical money on who yeah. will win the pop culture contest. What do you want to bet and how much and on who? Uh, I got 5K on, on Greg. All right. Oh, on boy. Greg? 
Yeah, on a I'm pop, good with pop culture. culture. I yeah. actually have a podcast called the Culture Pop <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> right. All right. It's fine. I will also <laughs> bet five grand on Greg. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now, man. You're putting way now, too much here, trust in me okay, here. Yeah. But pop if, culture. if we lose, the 10 grand goes to Mason. Okay. Oh, uh, so I, do I get the 10 grand ding, if I win? Ding, yes. Ding, ding. Okay. So you guys lose 10 grand no matter what. No, no, no. Uh, we'll just give you 10 grand for taking care of us and take 10 grand out of Mason's account. If he loses. Yeah. How's that? And Wait then a I lose, minute. And then I, I, then lose then I made a bet that I didn't even say. <laughs> right. Me yeah, too. I'm, I'm losing right. 10 grand. I'm you don't think you're going to lose. You don't think you're going to lose a Bergman in a pop culture contest, do you? Five questions. I don't want to lose 10 grand to a thing that I don't think I'm going to win. Oh, you yeah, don't think right. you're going to win? <laughs> no. All right, then oh, I'll bet on, okay, then I'm changing my bet. I'll bet yeah, on Mason. Yeah, I'll bet on Mason. I want, so I want somebody who believes Fine. in himself. told me he doesn't think he's going to win. <laughs> all, right, all right, there it is. I got five grand on uh, Mason. You got five grand.